Hello and welcome to A Day Of, a podcast about Biffy Clyro. My name is Simon Dowling. I mean, I know Biffy can write songs to close albums. They've done it many times, and they've nailed it every time. Cop Syrup is no exception. It opens as hard as you could ever want from Biffy. Big power chords accented with a wall of obtuse guitar noise, the drums rolling around before splashing in for the short verse, which ends with a repetition of that big intro. Then we get the bass and drums only section, a lull into a kind of false sense of calm before that screaming madness of the pre-chorus. Angular guitar chords, occasionally flexing, and then the chorus comes in. That guitar cleans up and it flanges around, occasionally punches of a fuzzier guitar come in, the drums thumping this straight beat and the bass joins in with that fuzzy guitar. Then we get another verse, pre-chorus and chorus before, another half-time chorus, and then it gets fucking prog. I'll try and write a list of each instrument coming in on each repetition, like it's tubular bells. First, there's that acoustic, perhaps even a nylon string guitar plucking alone before the slow drums and high bass kick in. Then a layer of woodwindy synth, perhaps even real woodwind with some glitchy feedback, and the low bass kick in. Then a clean electric guitar, as the drums add more cymbals and some more glitches. Then we double up on that woodwindy sound as the strings slowly come in. Then the strings pick up their own melody, the glitches return. It sounds like an astronaut breathing or, or reaching out for help in the distance. Then the beat adds more kick drums. And in comes the organ. It's a Hammond organ or a, or a Wurlitzer, a hurdy-gurdy. I don't, I don't know which one it is. The one that sounds like a circus. That then adds its own melody on top of the long notes it was playing before. The drums get a bit more flourishy. Then double time, and I think we add a second organ. There's a hint of an extra guitar playing this really fast tremolo. There's a lot going on. But then it all drops, the drums splash, a single feedbacking chord, and we're back in the first verse, and fuck everybody. Woo! The lyrics seem to walk their way through the themes of the entire album, and touch upon everything we've explored to this point. It's interesting to know that this was nearly on Balance Not Symmetry, under the name Holy Water, but I'm really glad it found its place on a proper album. The actual song released as Holy Water, was, which was played by uh, Sai and released on YouTube, I'm not going to cover due to the recent announcement of RMV. But yes, verse 1, he's been punching rainbows since 79, the year he was born, and he's been shooting for the stars ever since. He's scorched earth and where are hearts and minds, meaning he's aggressive, scorched earth being the military tactic of, well, fuck everybody, let's burn it to the ground, and where passive and lovely with hearts and minds being the military tactic of, like, a cultural takeover, ingratiating into society so much that they respect the military takeover. Which one is worse? You decide. 
He's not dumb and he's not blind. And a reference to not being cruel to be kind. In the right measure. That devil on his shoulder that he has now decided to ignore. He's been saved from the darkest place and embraced the need to live. He's felt those low lows and now has more purpose and, and, and a desire to be alive. Then the reference to the gentleman of opaque fame. He had been hanging out for 20 years and Simon can't ignore his burning ears. I um, I wonder, is the whole burning ears thing like an international thing? When I was at school, we used to say left for love and right for spite. Like if your ear randomly got hot, then it meant someone was talking about you. So what Simon is saying here is that this person was being spiteful behind his back and therefore his ear was burning and letting him know. If that's not an international thing, then that's, that, that's what that lyric means. I mean, we're just going to go back around again. The focus of the song is clearly about that huge, long, proggy middle section that is just fucking fantastic. I'm not sure if everybody knows, but this isn't the end of the album. We have a secret track called Less Is More, which appears on the special edition of the album. It was signposted in the blurb about what you got with the special edition, but I don't ever really hear people talk about it. Less is more certainly sounds more akin to Balance Not Symmetry or ZZ Christ when it opens, but it quickly kicks that away. It opens with just a reverby piano and layered vocals, one falsetto and one low, and a third voice coming in to give a rich harmony. But about a minute into the song, it kicks, the bass joins in and the guitar kick in, and then the drums kind of smash this driving beat. The beat then slows down, and then there are little interjections of harmonies. Again, it's very balanced, not symmetry. After a little solo, we get another smashing verse, another half-time slower chorus before a little peculiar time section with an extra beat in. We then get a big single-string tone, overdriven, playing a riff. Again, very balanced, not symmetry, before the drums smash a fast syncopated beat over a little picked guitar, and we get another chorus. It's a very short song filled with harmonies. I've also, sadly... Um, not heard it in the best quality um, as I've just heard it being ripped from the vinyl um, I've not heard the raw original uh, I didn't buy the special edition of the album so the tinny nature I'm sensing may be more of a quality thing than a production thing the lyrics seem to be about a relationship breaking up but a, a romantic one not necessarily the professional one referenced throughout a celebration of endings there's lots of references to heart and love and it appears it's about him being overbearing. I mean, the title is Less Is More. It's referenced in the line, less is more is better, but is more or less exactly the same. It's fun, playful little lyrics. But yes, if you've not heard it, go and check it out. Do a Google. You can find it on Reddit. I don't think I can link it in the show notes because of the nature of where this song exists on the internet, but you can Google it. Or buy the special edition of the album, which is what I should be telling people to do. Well, that's it so far. We've got another album coming that'll be, I'll cover eventually. Uh, obviously, any future releases and covers I'll talk about. I mean, I can't not just say um, a massive, absolutely huge thank you to everyone who has engaged with this podcast. I'd like to say thank you to everyone who guested, like John, Lowell, Andrew, Rob, Scott, James, Neil... Um, everyone who's sent a voice note, anyone who's WhatsApped me, who's emailed me. Um, I mean, the biggest and most important thank you, I think, to Christine, who runs, uh, helps run the Biffy Clyro Appreciation Facebook page, but has also been 
uh, a really excellent resource in kind of back and forth confirming facts about songs talking about the meaning behind songs and some of her words have kind of slipped into the podcast uh, without credit but I'm giving her credit now long may our relationship last as long as Biffy Claro exists and more I cannot believe that people have listened to this podcast I look at the statistics and yeah sometimes I get annoyed that not as many people listen to it as as I'd love to listen to it the, the, the audience has dropped off post opposites that's fine I've still got complete strangers listening to me talk and unfortunately you will have to continue listening to me because they've announced another album but nearly 10,000 plays on this podcast which is just me literally sitting on a toddler's chair uh, because it's the only thing that makes me fit the right height for my microphone that rests on a copy of House of Leaves as I record into my laptop that smashed to bits using a microphone that I bought off Gumtree. I'm impressed with myself that I've finished this. And I guess I should thank myself, you know, for, for driving through. But the obvious and biggest and best thank you goes to uh, Simon, James and Ben for writing my favourite music ever written and uh, long may you continue to do so and I'll see you boys on Halloween in Sheffield and uh, if it's legal I'd love to shake your hand and give you a proper thank you and uh, definitely not mention the fact that I've done a deep dive into your lives and talked about your goddamn penis thank you, thank you, thank you gonna end this episode before I cry Love you all. Thanks for listening. God knows how I'm going to edit this episode because <laughs> I've talked for 13 minutes, uh, which will give you a hint as to how much I've cut out when it's only <laughs> a six-minute episode. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for listening to A Day Of. My name's Simon Dowling. You can follow on Twitter at A Day Of Podcast and you can email Podcast at gmail.com and please leave reviews on iTunes or wherever if you fancy it. You can also send in voice notes at anchor.fm slash a day of, and you can also find links there to the podcast on all the different platforms. Again, thank you for listening.